Hello, the internet, and welcome to this very special episode of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a product of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. Welcome. Especially in today's episode, uh, because it's sometime after Christmas 2019. Uh, and we're looking back at the years 2016 and 2017, uh, some pretty, pretty remarkable years. This duo of years, Woo! really, wow. Quirkers. It's really the fucking, I mean, it's the beginning the of the times. end. Yeah. Uh, well, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien, in honor of the fact that this is also when, uh, the Daily Zeitgeist came into existence, this is when we first started doing AKA. Yeah. Uh, and... That was my first AK. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! And my original AK, uh, a.k.a. your boy Kusama. Yeah. Y'all don't get into it. Yeah, you like Kusama. Y'all don't know about her, her art yet? Come on, guys. <laughs> How do you not know yet? Uh, or for those you don't know, you know those big giant pumpkins with the spots on it? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you like Kusama. Uh, well, let's let's get right into the year 2016. Uh, obviously, this year uh, kind of split in two, uh, as I think for, for a lot of people, uh, they, they did not see that election coming. Uh, so there was the previous part uh, there, prior to the 2016 election. There was January to November. There's January to November. You saying so? Uh, November is where the year was split. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would that makes say sense. So. Yeah. The there's a feeling that there's like sort of a anger and smug superiority felt by both sides leading into the election. Oh yeah. And then the election and the sudden cultural realization that uh, a nobody knows anything in the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in two separate realities. Mm, or uh, five. Yeah, many, yeah. many separate realities. There's definitely not one. <laughs> We've been ignoring the shit out of a whole bunch of them. Uh, there's the realization that Donald Trump is going to be our president for the next four years. Salute. Uh, all the racism that have been boiling up that we've been seeing and police shooting videos and that people of color had been telling uh, those of us uh, who are not people of color about for years uh, that, you know, we believed, but we didn't, it hadn't really come to our doorstep to the, to the point that it A little too abstract for some white people. (laughs) And then, and then November rolled around and suddenly it was extremely real to them. And uh, it was the only reality that mattered for a lot of liberal white people yeah. who had spent their time refreshing the New York Times palometer or whatever the fuck they called that. It was like oh god, they woke up in a new world the morning after the election. Yeah. Uh, hate to say if we told you so. I know. People of color and Trump supporters were like, yo, like, welcome, okay. welcome, motherfuckers. Come on down. Come on down. America. I mean, yes. yeah, I think, too, also with Obama in office, it really... A lot of people just kept their shit inside, yeah. their racism. So when- we'll get to the movie Get Out in 2017, but uh, you know that that line, I would have voted Obama a third term if I could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. that is, I think, a lot of white people who are just patting themselves on the back. Oh uh, yeah, just being like, we did it. We did it. We're good now. Everything's like the media we consume. Yeah, uh, but let's let's get into uh, what just the general 
gestalt, the the general zeitgeist of the time, mm-hmm. uh, with the movies of the year 2016. Uh, it was so. I'm just gonna read them off in the order that Google gives them to me. La La Land number one for me. They think I am a uh, a douchebag. That's that's what Google told you is number yeah. one. Yeah, Google's like, hey, straighten out your fedora. La La Land is your top movie yeah. of the year 2016. You didn't you take piano lessons right after that movie? Came yeah, because you're I did. like. I don't know, there's something about him. Yeah, on something dun, about dun, him. Dun, dun, something about dun, like dun, dun, when, dun, dun, dun. when Ryan Gosling invented jazz in that movie. Woo! Really, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many people legit, right. not that they thought right. he had invented jazz, but were like, man, the music in there was really cool. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to listen to that. I'll be interested to see what this movie's legacy is like 20 years down the line because it's... There was such a backlash, I think deserved deserved backlash a little bit that like some people were just way too into it and then people were like, yo, this movie, like this main character, there's just a lot of shit that's whack about this movie. Well, I think it also encapsulates how a lot of like white people were like taking in reality, right? Yeah. Like, of all the movies you could have got behind, you're like, La La Land. <laughs> La La Land. People were like, what about fucking Moonlight? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, 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 no. So Moonlight is. I in like the Happy top Dancey five Dance Dance. Yeah, Happy Dance Dance. Yeah, I don't want to hear mean, about what it's like to be. No, come on. To say that white people were living in La La Land before uh, the 2016 election might be too on the nose, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, Doctor Strange is my second movie. I never even saw that shit. Uh, I saw part of it on the plane just to see uh, what's her face be an Asian person. Right. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Was yeah. Was like the ancient one or something. The ancient one. They were like, nah. The the ancient one who is a martial arts expert should not be a person of uh, Asian descent. That should be no. It should be Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Who honestly, I think she's from her own planet. Her right. own type of human. Yeah. Uh, she got a DNA test and it was like, you are 100%, 100% Tilda Swinton. The ancient one. <laughs> the ancient one, <laughs> Tilda Swinton. Uh, Zootopia is in my top five from Google. They're just like, wait, hold I on. Guess what do you search? Let kids. me do this same naming Yeah, convention. yeah. Just do, just do, I think what, I just do, go- I just do movies 2016 movies and that's what it gives me. My first one is Zootopia. Damn, son. And my second one is La La Land. Okay. Okay, what's number three? This is how we'll so my So my first is La La Land, my second is Moonlight, my third is Zootopia. Okay. Then I get Manchester by the Sea because I'm a sad boy. It's they weird. I didn't get Doctor Strange till much later. Arrival I didn't either three. on this time. Look, so I don't know how these localized search com- results work. Right. But I get Arrival in the top five. I get uh, Deadpool is up there. Uh, Captain America Civil War, which makes sense. What was... Uh, Hell or High Water, is that anywhere for you? Uh, that was the bank heist one. Yeah. I I watched it. I liked that It movie. was fine. Yeah, I didn't like... Fun. I didn't... Uh, I mean, the fact that I even sat down, put the DVD in... Right. ...means that I was invested in seeing it. Right. Like any... Because most of the time, I don't go to the movies a lot. I'll, I just watch screeners. So that's when it gets very selective. Right. But I did watch that because my mom was like, I like it. Yeah, I'm like okay. Well, I'll, I'll I'll take that to the bank. Moana is way up there for me. Oh, uh, man, not where it, not it's not Zootopia level, but it's uh you know define the zeitgeist apparently that year. Remember when we started the show and I was like, man, Moana's a big deal for these kids. Yeah, where'd that go? Uh, I th- I think it's still there. Yeah, I, I just think it's been you know 
Frozen is it. I was claiming Moana was the new Frozen, but oh, because like all fool. kids under the age of ten knew all the words to Moana, but uh, turns out Frozen is the new Frozen. See, because I can't even say I know that Frozen is Let It Go. Right, I can't off off instinctively say what's the Moana song. Yeah, you you need a song. Yeah. Um, what for you of these movies did you actually like personally? Because I know we're saying that's number one for me. For people who are confused, that's what Google is serving us as a result. Yeah. Not our rankings. I mean, Moonlight, I think, is actually, I'm going to go La La Land. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Moonlight uh, was incredible. I mean, that's just like yeah. a towering piece of art. It's yeah. Wonderful. I would probably go with Finding Dory. Finding just Dory was good. Finding yep. Dory, and I mean, it speaks to the collective amnesia of our culture. Wow, thank you. That's you know? exactly that. And then, uh, and then in second, Suicide Squad. Right, yo, Suicide Squad <laughs> came out this year. Also, Batman vs Superman. What were they thinking? Oof, what that... a, what a run, man from from the DC universe. Yeah, what the accountant was? That's Ben Affleck. That's Ben Affleck. That movie completely disappeared. So some movies that completely disappeared from the national consciousness. Uh, I mean, Sully didn't completely disappear because that story is still a big deal. But like, I feel like that nobody's movie, quoting that. Nobody's quoting Sully. Nobody's saying I'm the Sully now. Yeah, well, uh, I'm I mean, they now. should be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would say the the accountant is one of those movies that just completely disappeared. The BFG, the big fucking giant. Uh, Jason Bourne. I forgot there was a new Bourne movie. Oh yeah, Star Trek Beyond. The nice guys came out that year. There was a Star Trek movie. Yeah, there was a Star Trek movie, and it was a flop. I remember people were like, huh. like a Chris Pine Star Trek not, movie. Not that one. Uh, yeah, there was a Chris Pine Star Trek movie that I think wow. it was the third. Uh, Warcraft is one of those movies uh, I think we've talked about before. Terrible. Was a big hit overseas. Yeah, it's just a not big here. deal overseas, and nobody watched it here. I when at the time I was just starting to work at Condé Nast, and we did a like a like a junket for Warcraft, mm. and there were some interactions between the cast members that were so. There was something going on between those cast members. They didn't like each other. They didn't like each other, or there were a lot of hurt. It was weird. Like it wasn't like anything else where people were just talking about their film. There was a lot of passive aggressive energy being exchanged. And I was like, okay. And the people were like, can you cut this stuff out? <laughs> only to be only to be revived on a podcast years later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a newborn movie that I think has completely disappeared from people's memory. Uh, Sing completely. I remember the posters. Yeah, that's that's a big one with kids. For babies. I think. Not it's not. What, then a, what's Sing Street? Sing Street is from the dude who made Once, I think. Oh, okay. Or maybe yeah. Did you what? watch Sausage Party? No, I did. Part was partially. it good? No. I like the idea that what well, wasn't there like something where you people only had access to the reality that their food was alive when they were high or something like that. It I honestly the second I realized like it was just like a weird adult thing with like lame dick jokes. I was like, "All right. I'm going to I'm gonna mosey on out." Mhm. Um so I don't know. The, those are the movies of the year. Nothing really jumps out to me other than Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is like a lasting thing that people are going to be talking about decades from now. Maybe Finding Dory. Finding Dory is a great sequel. Uh, I I loved the I shit out of that. that. I and was just lying. I liked that before I even uh, had kids, and then I just watched it with my 
son recently and it was a blast okay uh in terms of like kind of what people were searching what was trending that year uh pokemon go is the number one pokemon two above donald trump in your face trump i remember when like there were (laughs) videos of people like running through central park on just the strength of rumors of like certain (laughs) creatures being there i'm like yo what the fuck are y'all doing yeah and then i remember being at comic-con that year nobody was like the fucking cellular bandwidth was diminished from all these people just pokemoning it up yeah i i took exactly one walk through a city with somebody who was like doing the Pokemon thing, I was like, I can't, I can't be friends with with people I, who are into. Well, this. I think it's one of those things. Like we, d- I think, I, I think it's safe to say I can speak for you that we both don't really fuck with Pokemon, right? Uh, in that, like, we don't know anything about it, yeah. Aside from maybe a couple characters, and then they like the I didn't play the Game Boy game, and I feel like for those people who really who who fuck with the universe, right. it was fine. But also like trying to get me outside, right? No. Yes. How about that? How about that? Uh, there were um, so then there was the election uh, that I, I'm just I, I like looking back at the Time Magazine like where they were at with this at the end of 2016. <laughs> right, how they describe it? Yeah, it was the quote October surprises that ultimately came to dominate the story of the 2016 election. Trumps came in the form of a leaked Access Hollywood tape. And Hillary Clinton's came when FBI Director James Comey uh, went to Congress updating the status of the investigation, and it never quite disappeared. Uh, so, I mean, interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. one way. I think that's like the literally like the November 9th take of what right. happened. Yeah. And then we're like, wait. What else, though? What were, what were the other dimensions? What were the other forces at work? Because yeah. we were still looking at this election through, like, the lens of every other sort of uh, traditional election, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Both storylines exemplify the dark clouds that hovered over each candidate throughout the race. So they were still covering Hillary Clinton's emails yeah. like it was an equivalent scandal yeah. to anything that's yeah. gone on with Trump. Shout out to Maggie Haberman. Uh, now Americans are buckling up for the political roller coaster ride that's likely to last for the next four years. Hey, political- you said it. What, what way to mitigate? I know, and just like a roller coaster ride, what yeah. a blast! What a blast! <laughs> and I think the person in front of me vomited, and we're doing a revolution right now. Right. It's getting in my face. Yeah, people's earrings are falling off. Yeah. Uh, somebody people, lost their lucky hat. Bedlam. And then they went to retrieve their lucky hat underneath the roller coaster and got beheaded. That's actually something was that that, that year happened. too. No, I but, do. Rem- <laughs> I do remember some guy going underneath and getting. Was I think that? that's the only roller coaster metaphor that we could uh, use for that year. That would. Yeah. I think that was. I think that was like the '90s. I think that was when we were kids. Oh, is that like one of those le- urban legends? No, but it's not an. Where to happen in the it East happened. Coast? Yeah, I, mean, I forget what the park was, but it definitely happened. I remember. It's probably like uh, over here at Six Flags Magic Mountain when Goliath came out. Like I think a dude had a heart attack from the Oof. first drop. Yeah. So that's kind of. Fitting it too, was one because, of those roller coaster rides. One guy had a heart attack. The other guy got beheaded yeah. trying to retrieve his lucky hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mom lost her earring. Welcome to Six Flags Tragic Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do mention the Russia hacking. Uh, that's their number two story of the year, uh, the hacking of the Democratic National Committee. Uh, but they, they say, uh, but it increasingly became clear that the larger story was that the hack revealed America's vulnerabilities to countries like Russia. 
So it was just their mm. bigger story is that this can happen at all. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, it was a <laughs> opposition military targeting some old guy's Gmail. It's not like, yeah, of course they can do that. That's right. not the larger story. The larger story is that we've lowered the discourse to the point that, like, candidates can just accept the aid of a foreign hostile power <laughs> and like yeah. people are just like but it's just like that everybody's doing everything in their power to not look at that because they got a both sides of the shit or it's it. just like the surprise that like you know not that the the uh media would be that this honest but be like whoa the thing that we do happened to us right yeah yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's been Did happening. Did not see that coming. Yeah, that's that's right. We like to do this shit all the time. We didn't think anyone would have the gall to do it right back. I mean, like looking at twenty twenty, let's say because it's going to happen, Russia hacks whoever the Democratic candidates' mm -hmm. email is, or their, uh, you know, somebody on their staff's email and leaks the documents. Like the media is still going to print that shit, right? Like, whatever the leaks are? Yeah. They're still going to do what they did with Hillary's emails, where they were like, John Podesta said this, and like... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to do that shit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> nothing's changed. Like, nah. the, that's the only thing they could change, is if the media was like, and we agreed to never, like, print hacked material. We agree to leave an impression-based ad revenue model right. <laughs> that dictates how we present stories. But yeah, the thing of this write-up suggests that we are a national front who is behind the na Russian national front. Like it's written from like a Cold War ethos. Like right. this is the new space race. It's all about hacking. It's all this we hacking gotta, stuff. We got to catch up with our hacking. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with a little more 2016 and then get into 2017, which was a fucking doozy corker of a year. And we're back. And all right, 2016 also, like, no slouch in terms of just huge, horrifying events. Uh, Brexit happened. There was uh, a bunch of terror attacks around the world. Yeah. Um, there was the Istanbul airport, the uh, guy who drove a truck through a crowd celebrating Bastille Day in oh, Nice. That's right. Uh, 12 people died when a hijacked truck slammed into a popular Christmas market in Berlin. Uh, and then yeah. there was the Pulse nightclub shooting, uh, which was amid uh, pride celebrations. Uh, it was the worst mass shooting in modern U.S. history. Uh, <laughs> until the next year. Yeah, until the next year, exactly. But yeah, that's... And then everybody died. Too. And then, yeah, Prince, David Bowie, Alan Rickman, Gene Wilder, Muhammad Ali... I mean, fuck. What uh, please put some respect on Justice Antonin Scalia's name, too. Right. And so this was <laughs> right when Mitch McConnell started with his bullshit. Um, yeah, but the yeah. conservatives lost theirs, too. Scalia and Nancy Reagan. Scalia was, what was he at, like, some hunting lodge, like, out in the, probably being, like, had a prostitute on top of him. Who uh, knows? Who knows? Or under him when he died. Uh that's but that's just me speculating. Allegedly. Allegedly. Who knows? Uh, almost definitely. Or cares. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, the really that his death really kind of triggers this really yep. dark 
shift. That's like, I mean, McConnell was fucking around since time immemorial. Right. But like to completely be like, I'm not going to confirm a Supreme Court justice. It's like, oh, so the rules no longer apply. Like it's not, this is the beginning of the Republicans just not even paying any attention to any norms. Yeah. This was the beginning of the, what you going to do about it? Right. Yeah, and because the, yeah, what 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 are you going to do? About I think we've it? talked about the quote before that like people, political insiders or people who are experts on politics in Washington, talk about the fact that it's twenty percent rules and laws and eighty percent norms. And so if you just decide fuck the norms, yeah. fuck all the things that we agreed we'd do, uh, fuck you, sue me. In other words, uh, you're gonna be. You're going to be able to get away with some shit. Yeah, and I think at the end of it, we were saying, like, I guess we need to actually start, like, articulating these common sense things into straight-up laws now. Right, Because there's just too much latitude for people to, you know, fuck around. Yeah. The opioid crisis started really spiraling out of control, kind of went viral with a bunch of pictures of people ODing in public. And, yeah, it it was fucked up. There's the police officer ambushes in Dallas and Baton Rouge, uh, but also, you know, police officers shooting people of color continued unabated. Uh, And there was the sexual assault sentencing outrage, which kind of foreshadowed what was uh, to come in 2017 with the Me Too movement, because this was the year that... uh, Brock Turner, a good young man with a bright future, was sentenced to just six months in jail uh, when he was caught basically raping an unconscious person behind a uh, dumpster. Um, So, hey man, look, this is again, we got all kinds, we got many different justice systems too, different legal systems for different people, different classes. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the, it was totally dependent on, his race, the race of the judge, and uh, it's bullshit. Uh, all right, let's get into 2017. Let's go right into the stories because it's there's kind of a through line from 2016, and then we can talk about movies. But uh, so obviously Trump was sworn in. Immediately started talking shit to North Korea. This was before he decided to make nice uh, when it was just tightening of the screw slowly one tweet at a time i was horrified yeah everybody thought we were gonna fucking die like it was the most worried people had been about a nuclear weapon killing a whole city full of americans since uh since the cold war there are all these maps of like where their nukes could hit the u.s right technically yeah a lot of los angeles on there Uh, yeah i know people are like well his dad really liked hollywood right but so that's why he would have maybe done Maybe he'll it. do it. Uh. Um, yeah. DACA, because Trump and Sessions began openly talking immediately about their white supremacist agenda. Uh, Hurricane Maria. This was also a year of just massive, horrifying hurricanes. Uh, Hurricane Maria, which devastated Puerto Rico. And, yeah, really brought out the pre- – oh, man. Like watching the – The president. It's his response to that, too. Like, yeah. God damn it. I mean, yeah, I think we were the whole time. It's like, God, what the fuck is this year going to look like? And every every month it got like weirder and weirder. And then the Maria shit with him just completely trying to like shame the people of Puerto Rico acting like they're not Americans. Right. Was so like on like the racism was so transparent on its face. that it, 
he was who we thought he was. I mean, there was. I mean, yeah, we we thought who he said he was. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Hurricane Harvey happened, just parked over Houston and, uh, you know, for like a week and just fucking flooded the shit out of that city. Uh, but let's talk about this one week long stretch that I didn't realize all these things happened in like five days. The Las Vegas shooting happened on the night of October 1st, 2017. A shooter opened fire on a crowd of concert goers. One thing that I hadn't, or that my memory hadn't quite gotten about that is, I mean, so this was sort of the nightmare scenario for anyone who worries about guns and just how readily accessible they are and how easy it is for somebody to build up an arsenal is that, you know, the person was shooting from a great distance so it's very difficult to locate. He was shooting with automatic weapons into a crowd. So, I mean, just the worst case scenario in oh, every yeah. respect. But I hadn't, I thought that they like kind of immediately figured out where he was and like came for him. But they found him dead in his room an hour after the shooting. Like they hadn't gotten to him while he was still alive. Like I, I knew that. I thought he had shot himself as they were storming his room, oh, right, but, but it was an hour. an hour. Yeah, it was an hour later. Like so, that's that's how like powerful these weapons are. That like he was just off in the distance somewhere, and nobody could like figure out where he was coming from for an hour. Uh, and yeah, I remember the conspiracy theories were right. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's also the perfect storm in that he we still don't have a motive. Right. Like we do, we know that he was wanting to do this. Just he had researched different locations where there was going to be a crowd. He had even rented hotel rooms like above Lollapalooza, above another concert in in Chicago. In Chicago, and then also had uh, rented and stayed in a hotel room in Vegas for a period, but didn't carry out the attack. And then just eventually did but he he had been googling terms uh from mid-september uh such as swat weapons ballistics chart 308 swat las vegas and do police use explosives so wow like he it was super premeditated who the fuck knows like what infected this guy's soul and made him just decide to do this yeah uh, but that makes it a perfect storm for conspiracy theorists. Oh yeah, because... I mean the the false flag shit that came out like yeah. immediately was like just really awful, and especially considering like the amount of like almost fifty nine people were killed and yeah. then hundreds were injured. So yeah. on the second of October, and obviously this isn't equivalent, but it's just uh kind of a bombshell. Tom Petty died of a drug overdose. Uh, Tom Petty was like in his 60s uh, and again like he somebody said that they like he was always a like basically a sober musician throughout like his heyday like he didn't like get he didn't use drugs he didn't uh, drink that much and then like once he hit 40 he was like oh, I, I'll give this a try and like that's when it started oh, so like shit. really strange uh sort of progression but this was just you know he died of a fentanyl overdose which is what we found out prince died of in 2016 uh so you know it was that and apparently like almost a third of the overdose deaths from opioids in america were caused by fentanyl Fentanyl, yeah. yeah and then 
10-5, the New York Times publishes the first story detailing decades of sexual harassment and assault allegations against Harvey Weinstein. So that's a a, fucking week. I I was in Canada for all this. I know. So this was, and then we started Zeitgeist the next week. Yeah, the October 9th, 2017, the second rate podcast, Daily Zeitgeist Begins. I mean, and then we answered the call. Yeah. Zeitgeist. Uh, I saw all this news breaking and I shot a uh, blunt signal into the sky. Yep. At the moon. Miles saw it all the way from Canada. I just said, I got to go. Yeah. I have to go. My planet needs me. Uh, and then 1010, the New Yorker story breaks, Ronan Farrow's story. Uh, and then 1015, Alyssa Milano writes, if you've been sexually harassed or assaulted, write me too as a reply to this tweet and kind of mainstreamed a thing that had been started many years ago. But there there were like a lot of people I had missed who had been uh, assaulted by Weinstein, like Lena Headey from... Oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Lauren Holly from Dumb and Dumber. Like all these people who he just like cut this swath of fucking horror through like all all these iconic I remember the Lupita Nyong'o write up because she had talked about how he was drinking like Diet Coke and vodka. Yeah. And I was like, what a gross combo. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he just terrifying shit. And And I think, look at him now. Yeah. His. All this subterfuge and fake right. sympathy props he's using. Look, I'm in a hospital. Would it help me? Would a would a guy would an old guy who had to go to the hospital be a just a predator? Yeah, come and on. That, I mean, this is clearly like he got a some PR advice because just a couple months ago, I remember seeing pictures of him walking into the courtroom and just looking like I think he was like laughing. Jesus Christ! Um, just put him under the jail. Seriously. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more news and the movies of the year 2017. And we're back. And so Matt Lauer uh, broke December 1st of 2017. I thought Matt Lauer was like a year later. I didn't realize it was like just a month Months, later. Yeah, was... I think maybe it felt because we had moved offices Yeah, from October, then by December we were in the new spot. Well, it was just so much news in that period. I mean, it was just... Well, that's when we had, like, when the Mengazi segment was non-stop. Was... Right. Uh, yeah, that really did feel like it... It w- I, Yeah, I guess because the news was so fucking dense, it right. felt like a year's worth of news had happened in one month. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's what, when people talk about how they, like, remember things, remember traumatic things happening in slow motion, it's not that the at the time you were experiencing them in slow motion, it's that your memory starts, like, recording more. And so it's like you have more things to... And oh, like your memory's, like, in 4K? So yeah. You went from 360p to 4K? 4K and... It's almost like it's, you know, when to record something in slow motion, you start moving the film through the projector faster. Uh, so, oh, little, yeah. little cinematography lesson. Little cinematography. Too. But I think, I mean, one of the major stories that we can't overlook from that the year 2017 that we're still feeling the effects of mm-hmm. here in the studio is the fidget spinner. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was big year. I mean, honestly, it was it was cracking before, you know, around 2016 too, but uh I love the fidget spinner. 
I have the Google, I have a chart in the doc of the Google search popularity of fidget spinners in early 2017. And it was like in May, it just shot up and was like sky high through the month of May, June. And then by July, it was like back down to just not being really anything. It was, man, I, I still stand the fidget spinner. I mean, our first merch of this show was a fidget spinner. Yeah, yeah, it was. Still I still have limit, a couple of dish. them around the house. Uh, you got one right in front of you. They're some of my son's favorite toys. I do have one right in front of me. Oh, you, your son likes you it? How'd you make that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, bet. when he when he thinks to look at it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes shit that spins. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, I know a lot of people were like, it helps with ADHD. I think it was just our nation needed some soothing distraction, like something soothing to look at. Yeah, like, okay, every can I just spin? How about a nice little spinny? Yeah, like something that was easy. There wasn't resistance. It was just like... Swish. Well, and if you, have, if you have, like, busy hands, though, too, it's right. perfect. Like, because for me, like, in high school or college, I'm always doing shit with my pen. So having, like, a fidget spinner... Oh, that's the sound of the spinner. Sound of the spinner. Uh, Yeah, helped... helped uh, no, I still I don't have any. I wish I had trick skills like transferring from finger to finger. People, I do wish that. you did too, man. I yeah, look, you know, it's uh, we're all disappointing your fidget spinner. Really skills. sad. Santa really fucked me over without <laughs> giving me the skills to be a competitive spin boy. That's right. Um, solar eclipse. That was another big story. That yeah, kind of. Man, we really got the the shitty version of that eclipse though down here. Like obviously, because we, we weren't in the direct path of the eclipse, we got like the you know, the target version. Right. Uh, when but, people up in Oregon were getting like the full blown, like the shit that made the ancient people be like, and then the demon came. Can I be straight with you though? Yeah, go ahead. Can I miles? Yeah, go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. Is this a safe space? Yeah. I never saw a single image of the solar eclipse that impressed me at all. Holy shit. Yeah. That's wow. right. I said it. You wait. So you just go, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt, man. Like, wait, based on what the what the actual image was, or the, the idea of our so, these celestial bodies? Have you ever tried to take a picture of a cool looking moon? Like, yeah, the, the moon is in the sky and it looks cool as. Fuck. I did once, and I remember my dad, who's a photographer, is like, "It ain't, gonna, it's not gonna look this." Doesn't same, just so you work. Know that. Yeah, it's an optical illusion, yeah. especially when it looks big. I remember. Like, I think back in 2012, I don't know why it's then, because I felt like Facebook was like, yo, the moon's so big right now. Right. And everyone was frustrated, like, putting up whack-ass regular-sized moon photos. Right. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because, right. Like, the moon is always the same size in the sky. It's just, like, what it's near that makes it look bigger. Uh, Wait, and- but you, you would say that you could stand... You saw the footage of people, like, in that... People that were, like, in the optimal path. And yeah. that... Was, you don't think that that even looks shady. Sequ- no, but this sequence to like be out during the day, mm-hmm. it suddenly go to like dusk, nearly nighttime level darkness. Yeah, I guess the bit. coolest shit I saw were the people who were just filming around them, and it was like it went to dusk. But it it was still, I don't know, it was fine. It was fine. I'm just saying. Yeah, this, that's fine. I it think was this not was impressive. more than anything a lesson that you can't gram anything that's in the sky. Like the, it's not grammable. Oh, so you just weren't people's uh, eclipse flex posts. Yeah, just like, I was mm. like, oh man, this is gonna be an event. We're gonna see all these cool different like. Well, that one photo that was like taken by like proper scientific, like real good imagery of it. That shit looked like the ring. Right. Yeah. And that's one for me. It wasn't that I wasn't impressed. I'm just like, I don't mess with demonic stuff. Right. I'm Japanese. I know the power of the ring. Yes. Or dingu. 
Right. And you know what? Not going to trick me with that one. The be- the best picture of that is still Trump looking directly into it. Straight into the fucking Straight eclipse. the fuck up. We were on a balcony asking other people with like proper eclipse eyewear. Yeah. Because we were trying to be like, what if we just like kind of peek real quick? And they're like, please don't do that. Here, look through here. <laughs> At our like, we work. Yeah. That, I Woo. remember that, that version was definitely not impressive. The, that version of when we were our LA vert no the LA version of the eclipse oh yeah looking at it, I was that like, shit sucked this is this is dumb as fuck it was Let's dope to inside. like it was a cool experience to have like just everybody coming out of their like offices at the same time mm-hmm. like that reminded me of like my uh, grandma used to tell me about like the day uh, Pearl Harbor was bombed the like people would people were all like just walking out of their house and walking out of buildings just to like see other people. Yeah. Basically. Like, Yo, y'all, we, we're seeing this, right? Yeah. That was the closest we got. Uh, but I did see a lot of people trying to like do the selfie in front of the thing. Just wasn't working. Out. Yeah. Ugh. Um, <laughs> It'd be funny if like it burnt out people's cameras. <laughs> like, yeah, you also can't aim your shit at the, at the sun. Also, I guess I should say that there's, just a steady drumbeat of the top trending news stories in all these years is the whatever the latest iPhone is. So I think this year what was like the iPhone eight or something. I just don't put it iPhone, here because yeah, that's just some shit that we care about at the time. But it's not doesn't have any bearing on. It's just they slowly get better. Slowly but surely they yeah, do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that was interesting. Yeah, that iPhone eight, you know, like. I remember one of my coworkers got it, and they were really proud of themselves for a day. <laughs> and then life went on. Yep. Uh, so 2017, good year for movies. I th- I think both of these are actually pretty decent years for yeah. movies. Uh, Get Out came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. We suddenly realized the underrated dude from Key and Peele was actually like one of our great directors. Yeah. Uh, Dunkirk came out. Christopher Nolan back on top. Wonder Woman. Lady Bird, this is the order it gave me, uh-huh. although it changes from Google to Google, apparently. Uh, Logan, Thor Ragnarok, Star Wars The Last Jedi, man, that has been what just very iconic for some people and Yo, very, Laura Dern. very much hated. Shout out to Laura Dern in that one. Yeah. When she like 9-11s that Purple ship hair. straight yeah. up into the fucking fleet, I was like, whoo, that boy. That was kind of dope. That was a scene I've always thought, like, what would happen yeah. if you pulled that shit? Yeah, and, they, and we saw. Yeah. I, Logan was, I was surprised by Logan. I wasn't really going to watch it, and I saw that that little girl in that movie is fucking an amazing actor. Yeah, has she been in anything since? She's about to be, like, in some really, some new show. She was um, so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think her, like, I saw the her um, her audition. The tape, the tape of her audition is really, really impressive. Yeah, she like had that uh, feral energy girl vibe from uh, <laughs> from that Barry episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, unstoppable. Oh, she's in her dark material, uh, his dark materials. Got it. Uh, Thor Ragnarok came out very good. Uh, very the good, Shape of good. Water. I feel like The Shape of Water. I don't know. What do you think? You think that movie is iconic? You think it? Stands the test of time. That was best picture that year, right? Yeah, one best picture. I, mm, I think Get Out is yeah, more iconic. I think Get Get Out is for sure. If we were giving the Oscar out today, it would have to be Get Out. It would be Get Out. Yeah, because I mean, like The Shape of Water, nobody even saw that. But shit. again, look, you see it again. Well, maybe it was like, look, we gave Moonlight the best picture last year. 
Right. We can't I be, think that's what it'll it was. shock the the world if we start saying that black filmmakers are going right. to have a run of winning best pictures. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, what with, was supposed to win that year? Because I remember Shape of Water was like last second. They were like, oh yeah. People thought Get Out had a chance. Right. It was nominated. It did win for best screenplay, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I think with, I, I don't know. I, I was a little bit surprised that it won. I don't, I'm, I'm really trying to put myself back in that time when like what the fucking deal was aside from like, yo, that dude's dick opens up from a flap and curls right. out like a little arm. The sex fish. Yeah. yeah. That was really the only thing I really... I'm still holding on to. <laughs> oh, Call Me By Your Name came out that year. The Florida Project, which I keep hearing is great. Spider-Man Homecoming. They started making good Spider-Mans again after uh, early 2010s of no goodness. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which I think kind of was a huge hit that then completely disappeared. Did you see Disaster Artist? I didn't see it. I did. Was it and good? It was solid. But also completely disappeared. Oh, three billboards outside Ebbing. That was that another was one the one that, that everybody like, thought was going to be. This is uh, about race, right? This could work. Yeah, that was no good. Uh, but I do like that filmmaker though. I I love a fucking what's it called? Uh, In Bruges. People should check that out if they haven't. Colin Farrell gives a great performance. I stand a Colin Farrell. Uh, Coco came out that year. That was Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. Ooh, yeah, it took me a second to go Pillow back. Man. Yeah, yeah. He's also Co- a big Walkman fan, so I would always see him at Walkman shows. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, Coco was really good too. That was one. See, I didn't watch Moana. I didn't watch the other one. Coco feel, is great. I really like Coco. Maybe yeah. I should watch Moana because I feel like that. If as a child, that would have resonated with me the most as like a vaguely brown Asian child. Of the movies, I would say Coco is probably the best of of Moana. I really enjoyed Coco. Fuck. I was like, this is, I like this. Yeah. I was really, and this was one of the first Pixar films I had seen in a while too. Right. Um, but I think I was like, you know what? If they're going to they're gonna be out here doing, doing stories about different cultures, let me check this one out. Mm. John Wick 2 came out, mm-hmm. did better than John Wick 1, leading people to suspect this John Wick thing. Might, might be here. Might have some. Might have some legs, huh? Uh, American made uh, Justice League completely disappeared from the <laughs> consciousness. Yeah. Uh, the Logo Batman movie did well, but I don't really Logo think Batman about... was that for the. Uh, it's the Logo. Yeah, it was from the Logo Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that good? <laughs> sounds really, sounds pretty interesting. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, oh, it came out this year. That was like oh, the biggest yeah. uh, horror movie. And then remember when everyone was vegan after Okja? Yeah, Dude, I ain't, I'm never eating meat, man. Never again. Man, look at look at you now. Yo, go back to people who told you they were done eating meat after seeing Okja, and tell me how many people still have committed to a meat meat free diet. This is a tough year for Tom Cruise, man. Because this is also the Mummy year when he had, came out with that Mummy movie. Oh shit, he was in that. He was. Right. He became the mummy. He becomes the mummy. Yeah. They, so they were trying to start a cinematic universe wherein Tom Cruise was a superhero mummy. Like he was <laughs> the mummy. He because at the end, spoiler alert, he becomes the mummy. Spoiler alerts for 2017. For 2017, the mummy, the mummy that nobody saw in the first place. He becomes the mummy. Yeah, and then that was going to be like. Because wasn't there like a Wolfman Benicio del Toro movie that nobody saw? They were attempting to do all those Universal monsters. Right. Universal monsters. They were going to be like the next big thing. 
All the Money in the World was a movie that I remember seeing a lot of previews for. I thought it was going to be like that year's, you know, award contender, feel good. I don't know. What do you mean? Like after Kevin Spacey was pulled out of it? I think I saw the, I think it the was original before. Version? Oh yeah. So this is right when Kevin Spacey was uh, yeah. getting disappeared from and, Hollywood. And I think, was it this winter too that he dropped that bizarre I think Frank it was the, Underwood? I think that took like a year for him to drop. But Jesus. I could be, like a lot of these things I don't, uh, uh, like my timing is all fucked up on. Oh Yeah. And who could forget uh, iconic Asian American actress Scarlett Johansson in Ghost, Ghost in, in the, the Shell. Shell? Yeah, that was when she started her uh, run as America's problematic bay. Yeah, uh, Transformers: The Last Night. I can't believe a Transformers movie came out that year. Why? That just seems like the Transformers movies were like, like we were done with them. Yeah, we're well, like years, and, were years like, and years ago. We're like we're doing this. Well, yeah. I'm, I suspect that was one that was made for China. Maybe, yeah. Because that was one that had, like, wild product placement. Right. Where, like, companies, like, no one in America had ever seen or known. Oh, yeah. We covered this on yeah. Daily Zeitgeist because it was just uh, J.M. McNabb, one of our uh, writers. We paid him to go see that movie rather than having to do it ourselves. Yeah. I want to see. Let's see. What kind of what kind of box office? Dude, this is $605 million. In America, no. Just in, in general. Or, look, look at the breakout, though, because I bet it was like a very small portion was American. No, no, that's what I mean. Like, I think even yeah. despite it being profitable, it could only have been a, a sliver of the market. The Beauty and the Beast reboot is when they started. Did you watch that? Doing the live the live actioning. Uh, I, I've seen it. Oh. I've seen parts you've seen, of it. You've heard, you know. I've seen it on TV. I did not go see it in Is theaters. this the one with the homegirl from Harry Potter in it? Yes, uh, Hermione. Hermione. Yes. What's her, her real name? Majesty. Uh, Majesty. I believe uh, is her real name. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I forget. Emma Watson. Yes. Right. There we go. Okay. See. Look. Look at us. Look at us. Between the two of us, we know everything. <laughs> uh, Good time came out that year. I highly recommend y'all check that out if you like uh, uncut gems. Good time. Which one was Good Time? Good Time is the Robert Pattinson movie I keep talking about. Uh, I saw it last weekend. Oh yeah. And then you really did. Yeah, you by the it a few guys times. who make the Safdie brothers who made uh, Uncut Gems. Damn. Mm. Uh, what a year. Phantom Thread. I didn't watch that one. That was the Daniel Day Lewis film. Yeah, right? it was pretty. It's worth seeing the the performance, the character that they create is pretty pretty wild. Well, he's just you know. It's, I don't think you'll ever. I'm trying to think of a time I saw Daniel Day Lewis perform, and you're like, eh. Yeah. Even if you don't like the the dialogue or the setting or the context, I'm always in awe of you know him just get going so deep on shit. But I. But then then again, I'm not watching every film he makes. So. Girls Trip dropped. That was big. For, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is this wins my award for most completely forgotten movie. Uh, like compared to what it was at the time. Okay. Alien Covenant. Oh yeah. I can't believe that movie came out. That came and went. That just whew. We should, man, at one point just really check some of these out. <laughs> See if we missed anything. Right. You know I what think, I mean? I'd I don't hate think we did as a culture. I'd hate to think that we missed out on something. In Transformers The Last Night. Yeah. Uh all right. So that's been 2016, 2017. Do we miss any stories? 
probably a whole shitload. Yeah. I know. People were like, you didn't talk about Deadpool in 2016. Okay, Deadpool in 2016. Yeah, Deadpool came out. That was big. I was surprised. I was actually, I will say, I, I liked thought, that. I was bracing myself for something terrible, and I'm like, ah, all right. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go through all a lot of movies in 2016. Yeah. Uh, but that was one I actually had seen and felt positive about, so. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane came out in 2016. I liked that. I watched that in the theater, actually. I did, too. And I don't know why. What compelled me to I go don't to either. the theater? It got, I think it was, like, wild uh, high on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. And so everyone was like, is this like a masterpiece? And no, it was just, they were giving it a high score for what it was. That right, was, right, right. You know, which it was, it it did what it tried to do. Um, oh, and then <laughs> we missed. Review. It did what it, what tried, it tried to do. <laughs> then we missed the biggest, the, the movie that defined 2017, Deepwater Horizon. Oh, that's right, bro. That's right. You let this oil spill, bro? <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Knock the. I, 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 I have been this, there. Yeah, I fucking knocked this oil back in the ground, bro. <laughs> oh shit! All right, so 2016, the the award for movie that I can't believe actually happened. I think might not have maybe. Uh huh. Fantastic Beasts, the Harry Potter like oh, extended yeah, universe yeah. extension. Yo, nobody. Scamander. Yeah. Isn't that the dude's name? No clue. I think I again see. This is where I'm like I've never seen Harry Potter things, but some names just sound so dumb to me. <laughs> Scamander. I think it was like Newt Scamander, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And Her Majesty, she likes Harry Potter, and I was annoying the fuck out of her because I was like, Newt Scamander. <laughs> Isn't it what it is? I have no idea. Uh, That's incredible. It's though. something like that. And I I was asking. This was like one of the first Harry Potter films I sat through. Yeah. And I just had so many questions. She's like, if you knew what was, if you knew the universe we were in, you would stop asking where they go and how they're getting these places. <laughs> and I'm like, so what it is? That's a teleport. How many people can go there? And yeah. does it take time or is it? There's instant? some. There's some issues with the metaphysics of the Harry Potter universe. Oh, Rogue really? One also came out in 2016. No, not like it, it's just it doesn't hold together. Any movie like that has scrutiny. Yeah. Well, any movie that has time travel like what that Yeah, not many the people reason for the plot. Not many writers take the responsibility of doing a time travel script and actually branching out what that means for yeah. other, you know, parallel timelines and things like that. And sort of like, yeah, and then they'll go there and this will happen, then they go back and then that happens. Right. Not thinking And then they come the back is. and But honestly, it's all good. half the time when you're watching you're so like in the the actual narrative of it. It's hard right. to be like, well, I don't know about that. Sometimes it is so glaring that in your mind you go, ooh, I wonder what they'll do about that. And then nothing. and then nothing. And you're like, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. You had to get the draft in. I get it. So top three movies from these two years. You said you said Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts and, and Alien Covenant. No, 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 no. Uh, Call Me by Your Name. Okay. Yeah. Did you like that movie? It made me interested in Italy. Okay. I yeah. will say that. Uh, did you fuck a uh, apricot when you were over there? No, but I did in uh, Northridge. Good. <laughs> uh, all right. That and that does it. With that, we will leave you. Uh, that was our Apricoca. look back at 2016, 2017. Yes. Uh, all we got left, 2018, 2019. Uh, what? Are we going to find what out about those years? What the heck happened years? then? Hey, what the heck, guy? What the heck was that? Uh, so, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Maybe yeah. maybe sometime not tomorrow if it's the weekend. I don't know what day it is. But we'll definitely see you in the funny pages. Yeah. Check you then. <laughs> Bye. Right,